We're moving on now to the fourth chapter in Sefer Yeshaya. Now the fourth chapter in Sefer Yeshaya actually begins connected to the Parsha, the last, last Parsha, meaning the last parak is really connected to the fourth parak, and it only breaks midway through. It's also a short parak, it's only six psukim, the entire parak, and um, let's begin. So the chapter really continues the discussion we had yesterday where we talked about how the inappropriate behavior of the women will cause them to lose all their beauty. And then this chapter begins as a follow-up to that, that uh, so many men are going to be killed, that women are going to, so many widows will be left without husbands, that seven women will grasp one man saying, just marry us and we'll even have our own food and produce our own clothing. You don't even have to support us in the normal way. So the Mepharshim here explain that we're talking about, or Doc explains, that this in the days of uh, King Ahaz of Yehuda, when Pekah ben Ramalia of, uh, of the Shomron, King Ahaz was the king of Yehuda, but Pekah was the king in, uh, of Yisrael, he massacred 120,000 men, leaving tremendous amounts of widows, and thus there was, uh, you know, I mean, a terrible thing, but it caused there to be an imbalance of men and women and they were saying, just marry us and we'll take care of ourselves, essentially. And there's two reasons brought down in the Mepharshim. There's more than two, but at least two reasons brought down. What was their uh, reason to be so insistent? Either it was just an embarrassment of being without a husband. Alternatively, it was actually more of a practical issue here, because we're talking about in the days of the invading armies of Nebuchadnezzar, and he had decreed that they wouldn't, the soldiers were not to bother married women. But if these women were widows and they weren't married, so then they could end up being molested by the soldiers of Nebuchadnezzar. Therefore, they were asking marry us so that we would avoid being abused by the Babylonian soldiers. Okay, the chapter moves on now in a positive way. And it talks about on that day, there will be Tzemach Hashem Letzviu Lechavo, that Hashem's uh, sprout will come forth for splendor and honor. And it talks about how the holy, everyone will, will recognize holiness. Hashem will wash away the filth of the daughters of Zion, referring to its Averos and the inappropriate behaviors and conduct that it had done. And uh, the, there's a reference actually at the end of it to a sukkah. There's going to be a sukkah, a tabernacle, a uh, place for Hashem's presence to reside. And it'll be a protection from storm and from rain. Now this second portion of this chapter, there's a machlaikis here, if this is referring to something that had occurred, meaning Yeshaya was predicting something that would occur soon, or if it's referring to times of Mashiach. So some shitas here explain that this was referring to, Barbanel explains, that in the days of Ahaz, one of the evil kings of Yehuda, um, <clears throat> All these terrible uh, punishments had occurred that we discussed prior. And in the days of his son, Chizkiah, sorry, excuse me, the Rabbanel says that in the days of Ahaz, who was the evil king in Yehuda, all of the terrible predictions that, uh, that Yeshaya had said just now had come true. And his son, Chizkiah, who was a righteous king of Yehuda, uh, who brought about a great religious revival, so the beauty as described in the chapter and the revival of Hashem's glory being spread and washing away the sins, that is what it's referencing to. However, others, particularly the Radak, explain that this is referring to the times of Mashiach 
there will be a Mashiach, and all of this beauty and glory of Hashem will then uh, sprout forth. One point that I just wanted to focus in on here, which is really Rashi says, Bayoimahu. Rashi says, really this connects to the last chapter. It means the beauty being illustrated here connects with the last chapter. Rashi says, After the beauty of the uh, adornments of the adulterous women will be destroyed, uh, um, Rashi explains that the true beauty of the people will blossom forth, meaning that Hashem will remove the fake artificial beauty of those women that act inappropriately and instead he'll introduce the genuine beauty of the Jewish people meaning when they're godly connected to Hashem. It's a tremendous idea which is, Yeshai is telling us that all of the false images of beauty or perspectives of beauty that exist now will be removed, will be, will be desecrated and shown to be fake and then when Hashem's glory spreads throughout the world the true beauty of the Jewish people, i.e. being connected to Hashem, being God's chosen people, will spread forth when the glory of Hashem spreads forth into this world. As was Hashem, we should be zaycha to that. Everyone have a wonderful day.